Chapter fourteen of Bransford of Rainbow Range by Eugene Manlove Rhodes. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter fourteen Flight Keep away from that wheelbarrow. What the hell do you know about machinery? Elbert Hubbard just after dark a horseman with a led horse came jogging round the mountain on the trail from escondido on the led horse was a pack bound rather slouchily not to a pack saddle but to an old riding saddle the horses were unwilling to enter the circle of firelight so the rider drew rein just beyond a slender and boyish rider with a flopping wide-brimmed hat too large for him oh look who's here said toby as one who greets an unexpected friend hello toby here's your food grub chuck and provisions got your outlaw yet them other fellows will be out along toward midnight he went on without waiting for an answer put me on your payroll pappy said i was to go to work and if you was going to quit work to hunt down his friend you'd better quit for good lead on to your little old mine i don't know where it is even i'll go up and unpack rex said toby but of course i'm not going to lose my part of that five thousand pappy's foolish he's getting old i'll be back after a while and bring down the papers chatting of the trapped outlaw the ophir men climbed the zigzag to the mine to griffith their voices dwindled to an indistinct murmur a light glowed through the tent on the dump the stranger pressed into jeff's hand something small and hard the little eopus here's your little old token pappy caught on at once and he sent me along to represent let's get this pack off and get out of here do we have to go down the same trail again oh no said jeff there's a wood trail leads round the mountain to the east who are you i don't know you charlie gibson pappy knows me he sent the little stone horse to vouch for me i'm okay time enough to explain when we've made a clean getaway you're damn right there said jeff that boy down yonder is nobody's fool i'll light a candle in the tent and he'll think i'm reading the newspapers that'll hold him a while i'll be going on down the trail said gibson this way isn't it yes that's the one all right go slow and don't make any more noise than you can help jeff would have liked his own proper clothing and effects but there was no time for resuscitation lighting the candle he acquired alice in wonderland and thrust it into the bosom of his shirt it had been years since last he read that admirable work his way now led either to hiding or to jail and with alice to share his fate he felt equal to either fortune he left the candle burning the tent shone with a mellow glow if he didn't hear our horses coming down we're a little bit of all right said jeff as he rejoined his rescuer on the level even if he does he may think we've gone to hobble em only he'd think we ought to water em first now for the way of the transgressor to old mexico this little desert'll be one busy place to-morrow they circled double mountain making a wide detour to avoid rough going and riding at a hard gallop until behind and to their right a red spark of fire came into view from behind a hitherto intervening shoulder marking where stone and harlow held the southward pass jeff drew rein and bore off obliquely toward the road at an easy trot they're there yet so that's all right he said they've just put on fresh wood i saw it flame up just then 
he was in high feather he began to laugh or more accurately he resumed his laughter for he had been too mirthful for much speech that poor devil griffith will wait and fidget and stew he'll think i'm in the tent reading the newspapers reading about the arcadian bank robbery likely he'll wait a while then he'll yell at me then he'll think we've gone to hobble the horses he won't want to leave the gap unguarded he won't know what to think finally he'll go up to the mine and see that pack piled off any which way and no saddles then he'll know but he won't know what to do he'll think we're for old mexico but he won't know it for sure and it's too dark to track us oh my stars but i bet he'll be mad which shows that we all make mistakes mr griffith though young was of firm character as has been lightly intimated he waited a reasonable time to allow for paper reading then he waited a little longer and shouted but when there was no answer he knew at once precisely what had happened he had not been a fool at all whatever steele and bransford had assured him and he was a bigger fool to have allowed himself to be persuaded that he had been it is true that he didn't know what was best to do but he knew exactly what he was going to do and did it promptly seriously annoyed he spurred through double mountain gathered up stone and harlow and followed the southward road bransford had been on the way to old mexico he was on that road still griffith put everything on the one bold cast while the other saddled he threw fresh fuel on the fire with a rankling memory of the candle in the deserted tent and hannibal at st joe for the first time griffith had the better of the long battle of wits that armful of fuel slowed jeff from gallop to trot turned assured victory into a doubtful contest when the fugitives regained the el paso road griffith's vindictive little band was not five miles behind them the night was lightly clouded not so dark but that the pursuers noticed or thought they noticed the fresh tracks in the road when they came to them they stopped struck matches and confirmed their hopes two shod horses going south at a smart gait the dirt was torn up too much for travellers on their lawful occasions from that moment griffith urged the chase unmercifully the fleeing couple in fancied security lost ground with every mile how on earth did you manage it didn't they know you demanded gibson as the pace slackened oh, it wasn't me it was toby long you may not have lived much under the sea and perhaps you were never even introduced to a lobster quoted jeff rocking in the saddle he gave a mirthful resume of his little evanishment and oh just think of that candle burning away in that quiet empty tent if i could have seen griffith's faith he gloated oh me oh my and he was so sure say gibson how do you come in this galley as a lone prospector his speech had been fittingly coarse now with every mile he shook off the debasing influence of mr long kettle washing makes black hands aren't you afraid you'll get into trouble nobody knows i'm kettle washing except pappy sanders and you said gibson i was careful not to let your friends see me at the fire i'll do you a good turn some time said jeff he rode on in silence for a while and presently was lost in his own thoughts leaning over with his hands folded on his horse's neck in a low and thoughtful voice he half repeated half chanted to himself 
Illileo Legardi in the garden there alone there came to me no murmur of the fountain's undertone so mystically magically mellow as your own another silence then jeff roused himself with a start i tell you what gibson you'd better cut loose from me so far as i can see you are only a kid you don't want to get mixed up in a murder scrape this would go pretty hard with you if they can prove it on you of course i'm awfully obliged to you and all that but you'd better quit me while the quitting's good oh no i'll see you through said gibson lightly besides i know you had nothing to do with the murder oh the hell you do said jeff that's kind of you i'm sure see here who's sold you your chips anyway how'd you get in this game well i got in this game as you put it because i jolly well wanted to replied charlie with becoming spirit that ought to be reason enough for anything in this country nothing against it in the rules and i don't use the rules anyhow if you must have it all spelled out for you i knew or at least i'd heard that your friends were away from rainbow so i judged you wouldn't go up there then i knew those four amateur sherlocks there in my set in arcadia when two of the deer hunters after starting at two a m came back to arcadia the same morning they left looking all wise and important and slipped off on the train to escondido saying nothing to anyone and when the other two didn't come home at all i began to think went down to the depot found they had gone to escondido and i came on the next train i found out pappy was your friend and when he got your little hurry-up call volunteered my services seeing pappy was too old and not footloose anyhow with a wife and property that's the how of it oh yes that's all right but what makes you think i'm innocent i know mr white you see and mr white seems to think that at about the time the bank was robbed you were uh, in a garden charlie's voice was edged with faint mockery ah said jeff startled who in hell is mr white uh, mr white in hell is the devil said charlie at this unexpected disclosure jeff lashed his horse to a gallop his spurs you remember being certain feet under the ophir dump and strove to bring his thoughts to bear upon this new situation he slowed down and charlie drew up beside him you seem to have stayed quite a while in a garden suggested charlie that tongue of yours is going to get you into trouble yet said jeff you'll never live to be gray-headed charlie was not to be daunted say jeff she's pretty easy to get acquainted with what and those eyes of hers a little on the see you later style aren't they jeff turned in his saddle now you look here mr charlie gibson i'm under obligation to you and so on but i've heard all of that kind of talk that's good Tabe? oh i know her persisted charlie know her by heart know her like a book she made a fool of me too she drives em single double tandem random and four abreast you little beast jeff launched his horse at the traducer but gibson spurred aside stop now jeffy easy does it i've got a gun shut your damn head then gun or no gun don't you take that girl's name in your mouth again or hark what's that it was a clatter far behind a ringing of swift hoofs on hard ground by george they're coming griffith will be a man yet said jeff approvingly come on kid we've got to burn the breeze i suppose that talk of yours is only your damn fool idea of fun but i don't like it cut it out now and ride like a drunk indian 
he laughed loud and long think of that candle will you burnin away with a clear bright steady flame and nobody within ten miles of it they raced side by side but gibson heedless of their perilous situation or perhaps taking advantage of it took a malicious delight in goading jeff to madness and he refused either to be silent or to talk about candles notwithstanding jeff's preference for that topic i'm not joking i'm telling you for your own good here the tormentor prudently fell back half a length and raised his voice so as to be heard above the flying feet hasn't she gone back to new york i'd like to know and left you to get out of it the best way you can she could have stayed if she'd wanted to don't tell me haven't i seen how she bosses her mother around no sir she's willing to let you hang to save herself a little slander or more likely a little talk jeff whirled his horse to his haunches but once more gibson was too quick for him gibson's horse was naturally the nimbler of the two even without the advantage of spurs that's a lie she was going to tell she was bound to tell i made her keep silent after i jumped out she couldn't well say anything that's why i jumped was i going to make her a target for such vile tongues as yours for me oh you ought to be shot out of a red-hot cannon through a barbed wire fence into hell you lie you coward you know you lie i'll cram it down your throat if you'll get off and throw that gun down yeah it's likely i'll put the gun down scoffed gibson right on you fool do you want to hang right on and keep ahead remember i've got a gun hanging's not so bad snarled jeff i'd rather be hung decently than be such a thing as you oh if i just had a gun the sound of pursuit was clearer now and of course the pursuers could hear the pursued as well and fought for every inch jeff rode on furious at his helplessness for several miles his tormentor raced behind in silence fearing if he persisted longer in his evil course that jeff would actually stop and give himself up they gained now on their pursuers who had pressed their horses over hard to make up the five-mile handicap as they came to a patch of sandy ground they eased the pace somewhat charlie drew a little closer to jeff now don't get mad i had no idea you thought so much of the girl shut up will you or i wouldn't have deviled you so i'll quit how was i to know you'd stop to fight for her with the very rope around your neck it's a pity she'll never know about it you can't have seen her more than two or three times and heaven only knows where that was on that camping trip i reckon what kind of a girl is she anyhow to hold clandestine interviews with a stranger she'll write to you by and by a little scented note with a little stilted meaningless word of thanks no she won't it'll be gushy oh my dear hero how can i ever repay you she won't let you out of her clutches anybody so long as it's a man here none of that go on now if you want to live who the hell wants to live a noose flew back from the darkness jeff's horse darted aside and gibson was jerked sprawling to the sand at the rope's end hat flew one way gun another jeff ran to the six-shooter who's got the gun now he jeered as he loosened the rope i only wish we had two of em you hair-brained idiot charlie grabbed up his hat and spit sand from his mouth get your horse and ride you unthinkable donkey pleasure first business afterward jeff unbuckled gibson's gun-belt and transferred it to his own waist 
jerking gibson to his feet in the violent process now you little blackguard you either take back all that or you'll get the licking of your life you're too small but all the same oh i'll take it back you big bully all i said and a lot more i only thought said charlie spitefully he was almost crying with rage as he limped to his horse she's an angel on earth sure she is ride you maniac ride or you ought to be hung i hope you do hang you miserable ruffian the following hoofs no longer rang sharply they took on a muffled beat they were on the sand's edge not a mile behind right ahead you i've got the gun remember observed jeff significantly but if you slur that girl again i'll not shoot you i'll naturally wear you out with this belt End of chapter fourteen